Welcome to The Power Within Her. On this podcast, we're all about seeking self-empowerment to live a life that makes us excited. My name's Megan. I'm a nerdy and super enthusiastic writer and professor with a PhD in English. Together, we'll get intentional by embracing the power of critical thinking and personal growth to achieve those dreams on our hearts. Let's break free of societal expectations, create new stories that serve us, and have some fun with the process of growing into the type of women who embrace the incredible power and potential within ourselves. Are you excited? Let's do this. What is up? Happy Tuesday. I am super excited that you're here for today's episode because we are talking about having an off day. We as humans have them. There's no way around it. And so I'm just going to dive straight into all the things. So yesterday was Monday, obviously, and I had a really great day. My classes were great. My students were fantastic. It was just all in all a really great day. But When I got home, I just, something happened, and I'm not sure why, but I sat down to record, you know, an episode of the podcast, and I was trying to write and do, like, all these things, and I just felt so incapable and so stuck because nothing was working out the way I wanted it to. And the more that I struggled, the more I was like, oh, Megan, come on, dig your heels in and just push through. But the more I did that, the more I ended up feeling like a quote-unquote failure. So then (laughs) when you feel like a failure, you end up then telling yourself other crappy stories about how you suck, about how you're incapable, about how nothing can go right and you're just inadequate. All of that crap. You know what I'm talking about. It's that weird space that we go to when we're frustrated, when we are just feeling like we're spinning our wheels. And I was being way too hard on myself and I was going to this negative place that I didn't need to go to. But I think I went to that place because I had a great day and I felt like, you know, yes, I've got this energy, I've got all this good vibes, I should ride this wave of energy and excitement and pour it into the podcast. But when I sat down to do the podcast and then later when I sat down to write, I just, there was something off. There was something that just wasn't working and I was getting frustrated and that frustration kept building and mounting And before I knew it, I was telling myself all this crap that wasn't helping me, that wasn't serving me. And I kept telling myself the more and more I struggled that it was just all in my head. You need to push through, push, push, push. And I think that I got into that mindset of push through, squish down those feelings, you know, whatever, keep going, because that was my plan for the day. I was going to come home, Roger was going to stay late at the school, and I was going to record an episode and I was going to write and I was going to get some stuff done. But I realized after I finally decided to call it quits for the day that sticking to the plan, that my commitment to the plan was actually hurting me rather than helping me. And I was just so convinced that I could push through. And then obviously when I couldn't, I started to beat myself up about it. And that's how I sort of tripped myself up and I face planted and I was just down. I was down in the dumps to use that phrase that one of my grandmas used um, when I was growing up. But anyway, I digress. I was just down in the dumps. I was down. I was frustrated and just, you know, in this space that was not good. And after I sat with all of that that had happened, I realized that I was putting so much pressure and so many expectations on myself that honestly pushed me down in the first place and then robbed me of the joy and fulfillment that I usually get from podcasting and from writing. And I wasn't enjoying the process. 
So for example, I would start to say something into the microphone and I'd be like, I'd stop and I'd be like, oh, that was, that was dumb. I could say that better. And I would restart. And I kept starting and restarting over and over again. And I fell into this rut of perfectionism. Everything I said was never going to live up to that expectation, that arbitrary, you know, line in my mind of what I considered to be good enough. And the same thing happened with writing later that night. So I thought to myself, okay, well, I can't podcast today because it's just not working. So I'm going to write. And I would type a sentence and I'd just be like, oh, like that sucks. I don't like it. That's terrible. I can do better. And so I would delete it and rewrite, delete and rewrite. And I was in the same rut of ridiculous expectations with podcasting as I was with writing. So hard on myself, so self-critical, and I was even doing things that I don't normally do. So usually, for example, when I write, I never delete something. I never, you know, take myself out in the midst of writing a sentence and say that it sucks and I can do I can do better. Normally, I will just finish out the thought. I will finish out the paragraph, whatever it is that I'm writing, and I'll rewrite it, or excuse me, I will rewrite it, reread it, and figure out what is working and what is not. And then if the whole thing isn't actually working, I will copy and paste it into a different document and, you know, save it for later. Because I don't think, side tangent here, I don't think that with writing we should just get rid of it and just, you know, completely erase our original ideas. Because sometimes what you write might not be working for that moment, but there's a spirit of an idea there or something in it that is actually valuable. So for example, this summer when I first started writing my enemies to lovers romance story, I wrote an entire scene. It was like one and a half pages or something. And I was like, oh, like, I don't think I actually need this. But instead of getting rid of it and just like erasing it from the face of the planet, I was like, no, I'm going to save it because I put a lot of work into this for one. But for two, you never know. You never know if you could use that thing. So I copied and pasted it out of the central document, put it into a different document, saved it as extras because that's what I do when I write. And I saved it. And then a couple of months later, I realized, hey, I actually do need that scene. So I could go to the extras folder and I could pull it out and put it back into the novel. And I feel like I squirreled super hard there. (laughs) But my entire point here is that sometimes we are so self-critical to ourselves. We censor ourselves. We take ourselves out before we have even given ourselves a chance to sit with our ideas or to work with whatever it is that we've got. And so my entire point here (laughs) is that we fall into that trap of perfectionism and we fall into that trap of like, oh my gosh, everything's got to be perfect all the time, right straight out of the gates, that we end up taking ourselves out and we faceplant and we label that all as a bad thing. And we even jump to conclusions about how capable we are, how smart we are, and all of that stuff. And it's just not serving us. None of that stuff is serving us because we are human beings. And really what's going on is not that we're stupid or that we have no talent. It's just that we're having an off day and we are working against the grain when really we just need a break. We just need to take a step back. And we never, ever give ourselves the grace or the space or the patience we need to have a freaking human moment. Because we live in a society that promotes this philosophy of push through no matter what as this like badge of honor. And it doesn't allow you to have an off day. 
So even though I had a fantastic day on campus, I thought I could ride that wave into my personal life outside of my job and outside of what I do for a living, but it just wasn't happening. And I judged myself so horrifically for not being able to quote unquote perform with the podcast or with my own writing. And I think here, the key is to not tell yourself stories that keep you down in the midst of having an off day. So in other words, it's kind of like that phrase that people say where it's like, oh man, like don't kick me when I'm down. You don't need to kick other people when they're down and you don't need to kick yourself when you're down. So you don't need to call yourself stupid or incapable or whatever it is if you're having an off day. It's not serving you. So what I want to do is I want to share what this moment that I had on an off day taught me. So number one, I learned from this experience that struggle and frustration and even obstacles that we encounter in our lives in the pursuit of what we love to do or in the pursuit of a goal or a dream are not always reasons or signs to push through. And man, oh man, have I learned that lesson the hard way. But it's seriously so real because how often have you had an off day and you just tell yourself like forget it, like squish down those feelings and just keep pushing through and then you just end up getting more and more frustrated and you're like no, can't be frustrated, like I gotta push through this frustration. And sometimes that is not the answer, that's not what's gonna help us get to where we wanna go. Sometimes we need a freaking break. Or we need to accept that sometimes the things we want to do just aren't going to happen because it is an off day. So, and this idea just popped into my head. So I teach a lot of American literature classes because that's my specialty. And in particular, I teach an American dream class. And we talk about so much how there's this philosophy of pull yourself up by the bootstraps, which encourages people to like keep going, to push through to their goals and their dreams and all that kind of stuff, no matter what. And in all the years that I've taken classes on the American dream and been teaching American dream classes, I have never ever seen a character who was struggling or who was frustrated ever stop and just take a second and reflect and give themselves some grace. Instead, what characters often do and what we do in the real world is just keep going. And we tell ourselves to work harder, to have more willpower, and just to keep go, go, going when that's not working and it's not serving us. And it reminds me of a truck. Let's just say like you're in a truck and you're driving off-road. I don't know why you're in a truck or driving off-road, but you are. (laughs) And let's say you're driving along and you get stuck in the mud. And what happens when you get stuck in the mud? That wheel, like the more you try to gun the car, the more you try to get out of the mud, the more the wheels start to spin and spin out. And then you end up stuck. And what I mean by this is that the more you try to push through, for example, like that frustration like I was trying to do, the more you try to push through that frustration or whatever emotion it is that's popping up, the more you try to push, the stucker, (laughs) the stucker you're going to be. When really, the answer is not to keep gunning the car and trying to spin the wheels to get out of the mud because that same action over and over and over is not producing the result that you want, which is that more of that forward movement toward your goal. Really, what the answer is, is to stop gunning the car, stop pumping the gas, and to get out of the car and to walk down the street and find a neighbor or go to the gas station and ask for help or do something anything that's not just continuing to lay on the gas and do the same thing 
over and over that's not helping you get unstuck or even remotely one inch closer to where you want to go. So my entire point here is that when we struggle sometimes or when we're experiencing frustration like I was with trying to record an episode or trying to write, it is not always an invitation to push. Sometimes it's an invitation to just sit and listen and check in with yourself and to figure out what's working and what's not working and why. Which then brings me to number two, which is when you take that second to breathe, you take that break, you take that step back to check in and really think about it, you are able to empower yourself by getting to the root cause. And once you can really sit and think and figure out what the root cause of the situation is, you feel so unbelievably free and you feel so good. Or at least that's how it works for me. So I realized yesterday when I sat down and was just like, okay, I can no longer continue to be the car that's continuing to do the same thing and not yielding results. I need to take a break. I need to take a step back. And the second I did that, I put pen to paper and I wrote about it. I journaled it out. And I realized through doing that, that my emotion that I was experiencing on the surface, that frustration at not being able to record and not being able to write and then telling myself I felt like a failure and I had no talent and all this stuff, I realized once I journaled it out that my emotion that I was feeling on the surface, so that sense of frustration at not being able to podcast and not being able to write, had absolutely nothing to do with my inability to podcast that day or my inability to be able to write that day. Instead, that frustration was just a symptom of a larger issue that was brewing and bubbling underneath. And I just finished reading the other day, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. And if you haven't read it before, you so need to read it because it is so valuable. I read that book and there was this example that he gave where he had, he was counseling a couple and there was this emotion on the surface of anger and resentment. And they were like, yeah, like we're mad at each other for this thing. And I cannot, of course, for the life of me, remember any more details about that situation. Um, but if you read The Big Leap, you will read all about the couple that Gay Hendricks was counseling who was angry at each other. Anyway, I digress. Point being is that you and I have probably been there before where it's like we're angry at someone for something. So for example, I have been angry at Roger in the past for leaving his shoes in the middle of the floor, right? And I might turn to him and be like, hey man, what the heck? Why are you leaving your shoes in the middle of the floor? And my tone might be a little bit snippy and accusing or whatever. And on the surface, I'm mad about the shoes, but really there's something bubbling underneath it because they're just shoes. It's not a big deal that they're left in the middle of the floor. And I know that you know what I'm talking about here. We all have that moment where we freak out at our significant other or a friend or a family member or whoever And it's so not about the shoe or the coffee mug that you put back in the wrong place. There's something else bubbling and brewing beneath the surface that caused you to have that reaction of anger or that reaction of frustration or whatever it is. And in the big leap in that part where Gay Hendricks talks about this particular couple, he sort of flips it and it's like, okay, I'm telling you about this couple, but really my entire bigger point here is that you need to like look at your reactions and then go deeper, figure out what is the root cause in order to work your way through those emotions and to move forward. So for me, when I couldn't, when I came home and I couldn't podcast or I felt like I couldn't podcast and I couldn't write and I couldn't do all these things, I was getting really, really frustrated 
And when I took a moment to pause rather than to push through and to figure it out and to figure out what was going on in this moment, I figured out that I was feeling frustrated not because I couldn't do it, but because I feel like For one, with the novel, I feel like it's taking me too long to get where I want to go, to get it finished, to get it written, to get it drafted. And with podcasting, it was very similar. I was frustrated that I wasn't perfect. I was frustrated that it felt like it was taking me forever to get the episode out. Whereas I hear other people, you know, out there in the world who podcast who can do it like super lickety split, like super quick. And for me, it takes just a little bit longer. And I was a little bit jealous of the people who can crank them out super fast. And it's so scary admitting those things out loud and getting those ideas and thoughts out in the real world. But they're honest and they're true. And that is what I was battling yesterday. And this idea of tracing the symptom or that emotion down to the root cause and really getting to the bottom of what is going on with you is something that I have been doing for a very long time. I think it is one of the ways that we can empower ourselves with critical thinking. With critical thinking, it allows you to go deep and to figure things out. And by tracing the symptom down to the root cause is one way to do that. Because if you don't trace the frustration down to its root or you don't trace the anger down or whatever emotion or feeling you have, you're just going to sit in it and then you're going to weave those narratives and those stories about how you're incapable and unintelligent and all of those types of things that just don't serve us and do not help us get where we want to go. And in the past, when I have traced um, the, the symptom, the feeling on the surface down to the root cause, I have felt so much more present in my growth journey because I'm checking in with myself. I've also felt so at peace and just felt so good because I wasn't beating myself up for that frustration or that anger, whatever it was. And I was allowed to feel proud, so proud of myself for trying to figure it out and for thinking critically and trying to be an active participant in my own life and to enjoy this one chance I have here on this planet. And yesterday, I forgot about all of those things. I forgot that tracing the symptom down to the root helps with a sense of presence, helps with peace, and helps feeling proud. So I didn't check in with myself. And as a result, I tarnished my peace and I wasn't present. And I wasn't proud of myself. I felt more, you know, frustrated and ashamed of myself. And that is so not what I need to be doing with my time. Because it's not helping me grow as a human being. It's not contributing anything valuable or positive to my life. And so my whole point here is that when you experience an emotion or you experience a feeling, check in with yourself. Trace it back down to the root cause and figure out what it is and what it means. And then you can adjust course. So don't just experience the feeling, oh, I'm feeling frustrated, for example, and then just ignore it. Take the break. Take the moment to think it out and figure out what's going on. And if I would have taken that break and sat with that frustration and figured out where it was coming from and what it meant, I would have then understood faster than I did that I was just having an off day and I just needed to take it easy and take a break. And finally, that brings me to number three, which is sometimes you just gotta go through the crap to get to the gold. And this is something I feel like I'm experiencing a lot here in real time. And personal development and personal growth is fantastic. It has helped me so much with so many different areas of my life. 
But like anything with any journey, there are going to be hills and valleys. There are going to be ups and downs. And nothing is always ever constantly pretty or perfect, right? And growing in particular can be so hard, especially if you're like me and you're hard on yourself. You are your own worst critic. So just because I have read all about perfectionism and I've listened to podcasts about perfectionism and I know, quote unquote, the right thing to do when I'm in those moments, it doesn't mean that I'm not going to struggle with it ever again. Just because I read all about it and I know personally what I need to do to help myself get back on track and to give myself more grace, it doesn't mean that I'm not going to be able to handle it and navigate it perfectly every time. Because seriously, we have all seen that little, you know, it's not a meme, but it's something like that. It's like this picture where it shows the start line and the finish line on your journey to a goal or whatever it is that you're doing. And there are obstacles and there are hills and valleys and there's barbed wire and pitfalls and lava and all this stuff. Success is never a straight line. Just like a growth journey is not a straight line either. You're going to be up, down, and all around. And yesterday, I just happened to be having an off day and I didn't navigate or handle these super perfectionisty vibes as well as I usually do. But that is okay because I am a human being and I need to acknowledge that and forgive myself for it. Wait, no, (laughs) not forgive. I need to give myself permission to be imperfect and to be messy. And see, I could have cut that out of this recording, but I didn't because it's okay to be imperfect. And it's okay to not be on all the time. We have off days. It is okay. And I am convinced more than anything that we need those hills and we need those valleys. We need the ups and the downs because we have to go through the crap to get to the gold. We have to go through moments that are obstacles and things that are not going in our favor to figure out what we're made of and to, you know, get those tools that we need to get ourselves through it to get to where we want to go. And I really, really think that perfectionist tendency me needed that humbling, really powerful lesson that just because I've read all about perfectionism and imposter syndrome and all of these things doesn't mean that I've mastered it and that I constantly have to be conscious of it and be aware of it and I have to figure out how to navigate these things on a daily basis. Because growth is never ever finished. We are always growing. We are always learning. We are always navigating new situations. And that could be scary, but it's also really exciting. Because we are constantly figuring out how to get better and how to level up and all kinds of stuff like that. So to recap all of this here for you super quickly. Number one, you do not always have to push through. There is no rhyme, reason, or rule that says that you have to. Number two, take a damn break once in a while. Take a step back and check in with yourself and figure out, take the moment, spend the time to figure it out. You will not regret it. And number three, appreciate the ups, celebrate the ups, but also learn from the downs. Because life is not one beautiful linear line. (laughs) We are going all the time up, down, and all around. And we can learn from all of it. And finally, 
Remember that we all have off days or even off seasons, but it doesn't mean that you suck. It doesn't mean that you're incapable or that you're not talented. You are completely capable and totally talented and you have got this because you are a badass with a vision and a purpose and you are here to accomplish so much and to feel proud of not just yourself when you hit that goal or you get where you want to go, but also in the process of getting there. And those up downs and all arounds and off days are all a part of the journey. So if you're like me and you had an off day recently or you're having an off day today or you have an off day tomorrow, whenever and wherever you're having an off day, it is okay. Don't shame yourself for it. And I want to leave you today with an awesome phrase that I heard on somebody else's podcast. And it goes like this. You've got to love the path that got you there. So even though you don't appreciate this off day today, you will so appreciate it later because it helps you build courage and perspective and resiliency. You are a badass. You are bold, brave, and beautiful, and you have got this. Today might have been an off day, but who says that tomorrow you can't get up and crush it? Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode or learned something valuable, I would love it if you could either share it on social media and tag me or share the episode with a friend who you think would love it too. Either way, I am so honored that you're helping me spread the important message about women's self-empowerment. 